Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Uh, today, I want to talk about some developments, uh, the way people are reacting to some news that came out yesterday. There was a, a podcast uh, where um, where somebody named uh, J. Christopher King made comments that uh, he's he's been made aware that there are uh, no plans by the people who were part of this slow disclosure effort to uh, provide any kind of data with regard to alien abductions. And, and a lot of people online have, uh, uh, they don't like that. And uh, at the same time, there are other people who are saying that uh, all this stuff is nonsense and all these things that people are saying are, um, it's, it's not going to go anywhere. Uh, that, that it's just people who want to believe in this and they're, they're being uh, basically had. And uh, we're going to get into all of that today uh, with this discussion uh, but I guess I'm going to start first with some comments on um, some people on, on Spotify, on my Spotify page, as well as on YouTube. I received I receive a lot of different comments about uh, uh, disclosure and whether or not it's going to happen or not. And uh, I guess we're going to start there. Uh, I'm going to try to add some. Uh, oh, oh, we're going to go right to a, a share screen here, I guess, with uh, Spotify for podcasters. Yep. Okay, there we go. And uh, these are some of the comments that I received on my recent episode uh, with regard to uh, yesterday's episode, UFO Disclosure Plan Excludes Alien Abduction Acknowledgement. And these are some of the comments that I received from different people. Uh, from uh, Ela Gren 42 says, I don't believe we will ever get a straight answer. However, I do believe it is going to have to be someone that tells the world without government er interference. But after that, uh, that person may be found dead. Uh, Conrad Ward said, oh, well, he was asking about where this video I was talking about. Well, I, I leave links for all the things that I talk about on my shows, uh, whether you're watching it on YouTube or listening to it on Spotify or watching it on Spotify, whatever. In, in the uh, uh, description, you will find the link for that video. So, uh, Conrad, that's where you will find it. And I'll, I'll leave the link again in this for this podcast. And Fred, Fred's a regular contributor on Spotify. He's always providing me with uh, different comments. And he said, with regard to this, maybe we, prov uh, we provide or some sort of product aliens need to survive. I don't trust the government. They would trade humans for technology. That would be a reason for a cover-up. Betrayal sold, sold in the slavery. So, and, and, and actually the, the feelings of Fred, uh, that, that basically the government would betray everyone in the uh, uh, regular people like us with regard to the aliens and the alien abduction. A lot of people feel that way. Uh, and let's see who else uh, commented here. Uh, John Rupert says uh, he agrees that the government needs needs to quit the gaslighting, uh, and he thanks for he thanks this thanks me for raising awareness and giving a voice to our collective frustration. That's what it's all about here. It's about just talk, telling the truth about what I mean. There's something going on here, and we're all tired and sick sick of it. So yeah, that's what this is about. Yep. Uh, Kyle James Miller, he's a regular commenter on Spotify. He says, I think anyone claiming intimate details is a liar. I think we critical thinkers should keep on our guard for the deception ahead. Whatever is going on is deeply complex. It's good versus bad, dark versus light. So Kyle believes that they, uh, people that are giving details, uh, and I'm, I'm assuming that what he means here is like uh, people that are telling other people, hey, that this is what's going on in the background. We're going to tell the truth about UFOs and aliens being here, but we're not going to tell the truth about alien abduction. Like he's saying that he thinks that those people might be liars. And that could be the case. We just don't know. There's so much anecdotal evidence out there. I mean, just hearsay evidence that we, that we go by. So many, so many of us. I mean, it's absurd. Uh, and then Hutch here says... Uh, I agree with you 100%. Once you have an experience, all doubt is gone and there's no question left. Aliens are real. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of us out there. I've had experiences with extraterrestrials, and I know for a fact that there are aliens. There, I, I saw one. I saw one of the crafts. So two different occasions that I – so I'm one of those people out there who knows that something's going on. Okay, we're going to shoot over to uh, – uh, we're going to take a look over at the comments on um, – on YouTube now, and let's see here. Let me find it. I got to share the screen here. I'm not used to doing this, folks, so you got to bear with me a little bit. Mm. 
Okay, channel comments. There we go. YouTube studio. All right. Yeah, uh, I get a lot of comments here. I get comments from Aliendo today. And Aliendo says, uh, with regard to disclosure, he says, there will be all kinds of many, many questions after the disclosure. These should be forced into the open for all to hear and see and force our government to have to answer, however slowly, the truth. The one sacred thing we should all have access to is the truth. Stephen Bassett had a good positive take on the way things are going. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's, we're going to go scroll through some of these comments. There's a lot of different comments I've been getting recently. There was somebody that commented on this saying that we need to file a lawsuit, and I want to see if I could find that comment here. Yeah, here's another one from Dreamscape. I want to read this one. It says, I understand where you are coming from, but in my opinion, no, they cannot talk about abductions yet. People who are non-experiencers, myself included, will absolutely not believe it, thus destroying all credibility in regards to the current disclosure push. Crash retrievals, I think the public is ready for it. Aliens coming into your home at 3 a.m.? Nope. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> so, so, so some people are just not going to be ready for it. They're not going to believe in alien abductions. Well, that's sad because it's something that happens. Now, of course, uh, when I talk about my experience with the alien in, in, that showed up in my room back in the late 1970s when I was a kid, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know if I was ever abducted or not. I, I have no memory of that. I do have I do have a memory of this being being in the room, though. Uh, so I know uh, that they could do that. They do show up in your room at 3 o'clock in the morning or, or anywhere, for that matter. And they're just people that get abducted while they're driving down the highway. There's so many stories like that or in broad daylight, uh, out, out and about, people who are out and about. Uh, so I, I think it's... Yeah, I mean, I don't see why, 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 if they're coming here, then why isn't that impossible? If something's a million years more advanced than you, a billion years more advanced than you, then why would it be so hard to accept that their alien abduction is part of the, uh, the deal that's going on here, along with other things like cattle mutilation? Uh, so, and then uh, David Wurtsky uh, talks about, uh, Another Phoenix light incident that might occur. I'll read his comment here. He says, we can't rule out the possibility that another Phoenix light event might occur. A craft a thousand feet wide wafts over a major city. If that were to happen today with everyone walking around with a high resolution camera in their pocket, sharing photos of the event on social media, it would be impossible to explain away something like that. It would definitely force the issue. I wouldn't be surprised if a mass sighting like that over a major city were to lead to disclosure. Well, yeah, I mean, if something like that were to happen today in this, you know, in 1997, when, you know, no, not everybody was carrying around uh, camcorders or, you know, to take pictures like that. Uh, and and uh, so today, if something was, if another Phoenix light incident were to happen over a major city or a near major city, well, there would be probably enough video to probably end the debate and, and force the government to finally respond. But then again, are they going to tell the full truth? I mean, that's the whole thing. Uh, and here's uh, another comment here. This was a comment uh, with regard to lawsuits. And this was like Tanya, no T, or like, like Tanya, not. The only way you're going to get the stuff is through lawsuits. The only way experiencers get any restitution from the abuse they've experienced through abductions and bioethics violations on par with the Nazi experiments. Some of it through the collusion of private industry is through lawsuits. You're wrong. The truth is not going to be brought to the forefront without kicking and screaming, and that involves lawsuits. That very well might be the case. I mean, lawsuits might be the only way we're ever going to get to the bottom of this uh, because, I mean, of course, there are people right now who are saying things, saying that uh, disclosure is coming. I mean, we've been talking about this recently in different podcasts. Even though uh, all these people are saying that, it's going to happen within, like this guy I was just talking about yesterday in that podcast yesterday. Uh, this J. Christopher King, he's he's saying that it's going to happen. He believes within the next 365 days that there's going to be some information that comes out of the government that's going to end end it, end the debate. Going to where uh, the government's going to admit that extraterrestrials are here. Finally, they're finally going to admit it. Uh, do, I don't know if that's going to happen. I, I mean, even though Lou Elizondo, people like that, they are a lot of people are saying these things, and uh, we still we're still not there yet. And I, I, when's it going to happen? I don't know. Uh, but I guess the whole bottom, the bottom line is, is, uh, I mean, if it doesn't, if it doesn't happen in 365 days, then a lot of people are going to be mad. A lot of the people who are, are, are buying into this, the people that believe in this are going to be very angry. So, uh, <clears throat> 
so that, that's where I'm at with this. So I'm 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 concerned about things like that. Like you know, if they don't come through, well, then things then there's going to be a lot of people in the UFO community. They're going to just throw their hands up in the air and just say it's a bunch of BS, right? So that that's where I'm at with this. And uh, I, I I'm not and I, I as everyone knows, I'm not even sure. I don't know if that's really going to happen. Even um, I Ross Coltart recently seemed like he was almost giddy about there's things that he knows that he's heard uh, that about things that are going on behind the scenes where uh, it, something's going to happen pretty soon, right? And you've been hearing this from a lot of different people. Uh, there was that uh, was a I can't remember the guy's name from the former CIA guy. Uh, who, who was making co uh, comments like that recently, saying it's 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 coming down the road that there are wh whistleblowers are talking to Congress and 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 things are are moving forward. Okay, if that's the case, okay, whistleblowers could be talking. Here's my issue with that: whistleblowers are talking to Congress, but still, if, if whistleblowers step up and tell Congress, "Hey, uh, we have," uh, I I personally have been working on things behind the scenes that that uh, that are extraterrestrial in nature that were. Uh, Re recovered from crash sites of, of alien craft and i worked on these myself well okay that's great that you're going to get that kind of information but then the next step is okay are we going to actually see the proof i mean the world is going to want to see the proof and that and then then that comes well the secret control group comes into play then is a secret control group going to share anything well, i i i don't know about that but uh anyhow uh, we're gonna uh, move over here to something else. I, I'm gonna take a break from the comments for a second. I want to talk about something that was going on on Twitter uh, recently, and this is with regard to uh, John Greenwald, the guy who uh, is behind the Black Vault for who somebody who for over uh, what I guess, I guess it has to be over uh, 20 years has been filing Freedom of Information Act requests, and uh, he. Like he he is he was unhappy when when this news came out yesterday he he's uh, with this guy this uh, Jay Christopher uh, Christopher King who was in this podcast talking about uh, the fact that they're going to withhold the alien abduction stuff but they're going to they're going to tell the truth about aliens being here uh, and he wrote com he commented that there was a short video clip of that of when uh, Christopher uh, King was making that statement and John Greenwald stated in, in on Twitter saying the bottom line when I hear stuff like this is I realize more and more people are being played and they don't realize it okay uh and and, and so I, I said some of the I'll tell you I'll tell you I'm gonna tell you something about Greenwald I, I you know I give him credit for all for filing Freedom of Information Act uh, requests all the time. I mean, that's great. I mean, he, he gets some documents for us and sometimes there's some UFO documents. Most of the time, uh, the really good stuff in the doc documents is redacted. It's all blacked out and you can't read it, but he, but he's been a, a bulldog when it comes to this, but his opinions on the people in the UFO community and, and, and his opinions on the whole, uh, phenomenon itself. I, I just never could agree with this guy. I mean, I don't even know why if he's, if he's, uh, somebody that, uh, uh, looks down on these people, people that are, 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 are hanging on that want to believe. And, and if you're looking down on these people, well, then why are you even in this business? Why, why are you even filing freedom of information? Why do you even care? Why, why do you even care? I mean, I'll, I'll show you what I mean. Some of the comments that he made here. Uh, and then there was another guy that commented back to him saying, I used to have uh, this Matthew Ryan says, I used to have a lot of fun with the topic as well as hope for disclosure. The last two years, especially I've lost both. Uh, and then Greenwald responds again, saying, don't let people that are ruining the fun and intrigue do so. Let them play their games and just uh, do you. Uh, so basically, he's Greenwald's calling out these people that are uh, telling other people that things are going to happen soon. He, he, he doesn't like that, right? And in a way, I, if he's right, okay, then maybe that means something. But uh, it, it's not – it's more – what he's doing, right, it's – he has uh, – a bad outlook on this, I think. I mean, I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna show you some more here once I could find it. Okay, yeah, here's what he said. Uh, he he made this statement today. He says, uh, when it comes to today's UFO conversation, it's silly. People think they are in some secret club with secret knowledge about the mysteries of the cosmos and go on podcasts to talk about such secrets, secrets that they got from their secret sources they can't name because it's all a secret they know, but most of you, you can't know. 
It's a LARP to some, and those who have that mindset are getting played, playing others or both. So basically, he's saying that a lot of people out there in the UFO community are getting played. Uh, and then he makes another comment here. Uh, this was in some other guy commented saying, uh, the only thing, the only good thing I'm glad all these people put expiration dates on themselves. Hopefully we move along from them if nothing comes to fruition. Uh, well, yeah, I guess there are expiration dates on. Again, there's a, a, quite a few people right now who are making comments that uh, to the to the effect of that there are things coming up down the road uh, that was going to, where disclosure is going to happen. And then uh, Greenwald says he doesn't even if even when the expiration dates pass, he doesn't believe that that's going to end the hopeful people. He says, nope, empty promises and trust me, bro stories linger for decades in the UFO conversation. And then uh, and then later on, he makes another statement because the I want to believe syndrome is very, very real. Now, let's talk about the I want to believe syndrome. OK, uh, there's a lot of people out there who've been researching this their whole lives who have an interest in UFOs and uh, and, and they want to know more. They want to know that they, they want to be told that, that, yeah, there is something to it. But then there's another group of people, which Greenwald completely doesn't even mention here. There are people out there. Uh, I, I'm not of the, I want to believe column. I don't fall into that column. I'll tell you what column I fall into. I fall into the, uh, I know column. I know that there's something here because I saw one of these things and I saw one of one of their crafts. So I know it. And there's a whole bunch of people out there in this world who who also know this. And he doesn't take that into it. See, Greenwald has a has a pessimistic view on this whole subject. Even though for all these decades, for two at least two decades now, he's been filing Freedom of Information Act requests uh, to try in an effort to try to get. Uh, you know, the truth about UFOs. And he's gotten some documents, but again, what are these, all of his work for over 20 years in the end, I give him an A for effort, right? But he, he an F for failing because he's done nothing. What has he brought to this? He's filed all these Freedom of Information Act requests. Well, and what do we get out of it? Net nothing. And we've got some documents with black that are mostly blacked out when they mention UFOs for the most part. We got nothing from them. I mean, he, he has proved nothing, nothing. So, I, I mean, again, I, I, I don't like the, the, the tone that he takes with people. And no wonder, like, he should, his, his YouTube channel, for one thing, should be really big be, for all the time that he's been spending on UFOs. But it's not. That's because he, 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 he gives people, leaves people a bad taste in their mouths. Like, why are you even interested in doing this work? If, 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 you, if you're going to uh, have this pessimistic view on, on uh, what, what's happening here. I mean, again, I, I, I'm of the belief, too, that... I, I, until I see disclosure, I won't believe it, right? I, I just don't trust the government, and everyone knows where I stand on this. But hey, if they're if these people are right now, you have all these different people that are saying that things are happening behind the scenes. Okay, let's give them a chance, see see what happens, right? You're just going to throw throwing them under the bus and say they're just throwing out false hope because that's what he's doing. He's 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 saying that these people that are saying this are basically uh, giving all these other people in the UFO community false hope. Well, maybe they do know something that you don't know, John. And again, what is, I mean, the whole, the, the only people that are, I'll tell you who's getting played, everybody, all of us are getting played. John Greenwald, uh, the people that he's, he's talking about here that are making these statements behind the scenes saying that disclosure is happening. All of us are giving, we've been getting played since the very beginning for decades now. The U.S. government has been playing all of us. So that's where I'm at with this. I mean, we're we're getting played. Everybody's getting played, including you, Greenwald. Because guess what? All these Freedom of Information Act requests that you made, what, what do we get out of it? Is, has it proved that there's an extraterrestrial presence on this planet? No, no, no. It's all so far. It's been nothing. We got nothing out of it. And I'll tell you what. Probably happening behind the scenes here with this is uh, behind the scenes is what, what what's going on is that. Uh, you know, just recently there was a, this year, I guess it was Jacques Vallée came out with another volume of uh, Forbidden Science. I think it was volume five. And uh, Richard Dolan was talking about this, how like in the early, there, there's been some evidence to show that in the early 1970s, uh, Richard Nixon was, uh, uh, Sign, uh, made it so any like tr tried to make uh, UFO extraterrestrial, uh, information, uh, impervious to freedom of information act requests and 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 by moving it into the private sector where it becomes proprietary and and then the the, the private sector acts like a contractor to the government and they don't got to share anything that they have so any kind of data with regard to extraterrestrials goes straight to uh the uh, to the control group which is basically run by weapons manufacturers 
So that that it's all it's all proprietary then, and so no no doesn't matter how many Freedom of Information Act requests you file, it doesn't we're never going to get anything because it's the government doesn't have that information. It all goes you know, to these private contractors, and it's out of the the reach of anybody within the United States, any citizen that wants to try to get it. And instead, we uh, they play these games where they give, they'll give you some documents and black stuff out. And where we, you know, some documents like last year, there was some Navy documents that were released that a lot of stuff was blacked out. But we know that there was some Navy pilots chasing UFOs, right? Even though a lot of the stuff was redacted. But what does it tell you? It doesn't give you any more anything more than that. Like who cares? Again, it's like they, it's just a, a treat for us. Like they treat us like I was saying it recently that they treat us like dogs, and that was just like throwing a treat out there for us. See, go go get it, you dummy. Go get it. Go get it. Right, and that's what that is. I mean, that's all these what we gotten what what we have gotten over the years through these Freedom of Information Act requests is basically virtually nothing. It gives us nothing in the end. We're all being played, all of us. Right. All of us are being played. And, and this is absolutely ri ridiculous that it's still going on. I mean, again, some people say, well, we need to do it slowly because the, the world will well, it will be too much for everybody all at once. Well, I, I don't it's better to get the pain over if it over with, in my view, doesn't make me right. But I think you'd better just ripping the bandaid right off in one full swoop, uh, one full swoop and get it over with. So that's where I'm at with this. But anyway, there's some other concerning things that I've, I've seen on online today. Uh, and this is with regard to uh, Whitley Strieber had made some comments on a recent Fade to Black uh, uh, podcast. And we're going to talk about that here in a second. Yeah. Wait, this is now this is concerning to me. And I've heard something like this before, but he's saying that all records from Roswell have been destroyed. This is a tweet from Mike Colangelo, who was a regular uh, UFO. Uh, community tweeter on on Twitter, and uh, he always has some good things to say about the topic. And he says all records from Roswell have been destroyed. Willie Strieber was told by a congressman and a general that all records from the Roswell crash have been destroyed or lost over time. Mr. Strieber also points out that as we uncover older UFO cases, we will discover that the same thing has happened to some of those cases as well. The records are gone, and a lot of lot has been lost to history. Now. Uh, now that would be an absolute shame if that were true. Uh, I'm not sure if I believe that, uh, but uh, I don't. In fact, I don't believe it. I don't believe that the Roswell records are destroyed. I, I just can't. I can't imagine that that would be something that would happen. That that people would be that careless and that that uh, selfish and stupid uh, to actually destroy the records of the one of the biggest stories of all time: the crash of a flying saucer with alien beings inside of it in Roswell in 1947. I just I just don't know if I if I could uh, buy that one, uh, but uh, but unfortunately that's what. Uh, see again, like and and see in this in this respect, Greenwald might be right when he makes a statement like people get are being played. Yes, yeah, people might be getting played. Whitley Strieber might be getting played, right? That's that might be true, but you, you don't. It doesn't make him stupid, right? There, he's he's somebody that has connections to other people close to the government, and they're and they're hearing this, and this is the kind of information they're getting. And for all we know, a lot of it could be false. Some of it could be true. We just don't know. But again, the bottom line is we're all getting played. We're all getting played. We've all been getting played for uh, 76 years now. That's the problem, right? It's not just... Uh, it's it's not just like from some again from from the perspective of someone like John Greenwald. It's just it's just these in his mind these dummies who fall for these uh, people who say that hey uh, disclosures right down the road here. Well, no, no, you're getting played too. I mean, look at you. He spent over 20 years filing Freedom Freedom of Information Act requests. And what again? I mean, aren't you? Wasn't he getting played too? Because he didn't get it. We didn't get anything. We didn't reach no end game on it, did we? So again, a, a lot of people are getting played. Though everyone, all of us, everybody in in the uh, everybody in the uh, that in this country that's that has. Even if, they, if they're not interested in UFOs, everybody's been getting played as far as I'm concerned because they've been withholding the truth about this matter for all this time. It's absolutely absurd. Uh, now, here's another story, and this is on a website called Hows and Whys, and this is a guy that, uh, named Vicky. Uh, what's his name again? I forget. Vicky Verma. Yeah, Vicky Verma. This guy writes a lot of articles on UFOs. And I'm gonna, he, he was talking recently. Now, James Fox made a statement recently. Uh, and I'm going to go through the statement that he made. 
uh, the statement that he made uh, on a recent podcast uh, where he was talking about that he met with somebody. Somebody told him a, a, a former military uh, Air Force personnel that was uh, was involved in some Area 51 activities made a statement to him recently about what's going on behind the scenes. And this guy's actually one of the whistleblowers. This guy apparently knows the truth that extraterrestrials are here and that he's worked with with materials, right? So, and it, this was the, the statement that Mr. Uh, James Fox, of course, the filmmaker and movie maker made on uh, this podcast recently. And this was the, this was the, he, he read this, uh, this was what the guy said to him. It says, hello, James, just wanted to give you a quick shot of the involvement I've had with UAPs. I was introduced to a program while I was in the Air Force that involved Area 51 activities and did that for two to three years. My job involved going to a lot of different locations and hearing discussions from a lot of people that are working on very extraordinary technologies and materials. Jumping forward to October of last year, I had already been interviewed by the UAP task force to testify in 2022 with the Senate and the House who were passing the new NDAA legislation at the time. So stop there. The ND, uh, National Defense Authorization Act legislation, which included the whistleblower language. Uh, anyway, continuing here, it says, I provided them with the context of my job and what I had experienced in an effort to give, give Congress more clarity on the program, which has been particularly difficult to get insight into. After my testimony, I was again asked to speak to the new Arrow organization. So earlier this year, I interviewed at the Arrow office to help them in their study of UAP. It's been an extraordinary road for me, to say the least, and I'm doing what I can to help get this out. I will be straightforward with the technologies we have discovered. We'll probably have to stay under classified programs due to national security, but I believe it's time for us all to know that we are not alone. So this guy's saying we are not alone. So he's he's seen things that he, that made him realize we are not alone. Anyway, continuing here, it says, this has been my whole purpose for, for, for becoming involved. There's a lot going on behind the scenes, and it's way too much for a lot of folks to take in right now. I'll do my best to guide any discussions between the powers that are behind all this, and hopefully my friends who are still in the program will hear this and consider separating the technologies from the contact. I wish you all well, and I hope I'll have an opportunity to open up the discussion of what this is all about very soon. So, as you can see, people like uh, James Fox has contacts. He has contacts and uh, in this uh, in the in the in the government world and people are talking to him. I mean, why not? I mean, this guy makes has been making UFO documentaries for decades now and uh, he's made some of the best documentaries on UFOs that are that are out there. So he has contacts and there are somebody's talking to him. I don't think James Fox would be making a statement like this if he didn't, didn't think it was legitimate. But again, I guess, I guess to some people out there like John Greenwald, uh, uh, this is just this we're being played with that. No, no, no. I don't think so. I think that there are some of these things are true. I think that this James Fox uh, contact is probably legitimate or he wouldn't be sharing this information. So maybe there are things that are coming down the pike that, that might surprise a lot of us. Now, I know. Some people, some of us out there are, are sick of this and we don't think anything's going to happen. I, as, as you know, I, I, I'm very pessimistic about that. I don't, I just, I don't know if, if, if it will, I, 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 until I see it, seeing is believing for me with, when it comes to disclosure, uh, cause I just feel like the government's never going to tell the truth on this, but Hey, I'm, I'm hoping I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I, I, I you know, I, I, but I, I'm, I'm. I don't have any problem with this. I don't see, I mean, let's, let's see what happens over the course of the next 365 days. Uh, like this Jay Christopher King says, maybe, maybe something will happen. Maybe something will, uh, will happen in, in Congress during one of these hearings or, uh, that will end this or, or, or mark the beginning of the end. But again, I, I don't think just testimony is going to do it. I think you're going to have to somehow Congress is going to have to be brought to some place where they actually see, you know, recovered craft, dead alien bodies. That's I think that's going to be something that's going to need to need to happen at some point. I'm just going to uh, see if I could check in. There's been some comments here from different people. Uh, fut futuristically minded. On this is on on uh, Twitter. Well, okay, let's see where we are here. Uh, it says uh, somebody's asking me where. When are you bringing the next guest? Well, I'm working on it. I'm always trying to get uh, other guests on here. I recently, I think the most recent guest I guest I had was Jack Connor, a uh, really good guest. And if you haven't seen his channel, he has a good good YouTube channel, Cosmic Road. Definitely check it out. Uh, 
Uh, actually, I hope to bring uh, uh, one of these days, I'll bring Shannon Scott back on. Uh, he was ill. And now, uh, by the way, I mentioned him recently. He's back home again. Uh, he's doing a lot better. Uh, so hopefully I could get him on again and, and uh, Rob Heatherly, perhaps one of these days. Uh, to talk about UFOs, uh, and I, I'm, I'm always trying to get other uh, people to come on, so I am working on it. Uh, you know, you have to remember too. Like, let's be realistic here. Uh, let's just stop here for a second. And let's let's be realistic here. My my channel is not that big right now. I, let's see, I have what uh, about twelve twelve hundred plus subscribers on YouTube, on Spotify. I have about three thousand uh, followers. Uh, it keep, every every day it keeps getting bigger for the most part. I keep growing and growing, but I mean, right now I'm only small potatoes. I mean, I don't think uh, you know if I when I send out a message to somebody to, to come on here, you know, if they come on, I'm very happy about because re right now I don't have a lot of followers. As as it grows, I, I I think I will get more people to come on my show. Uh, I hope so. I I would love to talk to uh, uh, other people. Uh, uh, and it's, you know, and I'll continue, I'll, you know, I'll get other people to come on here, hopefully, and we'll see what happens. I, I had Preston Dennett on uh, a couple of about a month or so ago, and he was a great guest to have. I mean, Preston Dennett has, he's one of my favorite YouTube channels on UFOs. I mean, he's great. Uh, and actually, uh, I've, I've recently uh, going to be getting some of his uh, books, and I, he has so many, he has 50 books. He probably has more books on UFOs than anybody else. Uh, KJ says, uh, have you seen the 2008 video of a McVinville, McMinnville type UFO hovering very close to a military jet? One of the most compelling videos I've ever seen. Some thinks it's real, just un just unreleased by the Pentagon. I got it. I didn't see that. I'll have to check it out. Yes. And Gordon Shumway asked for a link. Okay. I'll have to check that out when I get a chance. Yeah, I will check it out. I haven't heard about that one. Uh, let's see who else here. Uh, futuristically minus says, yeah, the, the I want to believe mentality is typical, typically something that a lot of skeptics adopt, even though they don't do any work in actually changing uh, themselves from the skeptic point of view. Well, I don't know. There's, I, I don't know. There's, I, here, here's the problem with uh, uh, the skeptics, the debunk, the debunk. Well, the skeptics is one thing. I mean, there's a difference to me between skeptics and debunkers. Skeptics are people who are just naturally skeptical. They just, they need to see it to believe it. I mean, in a way, I'm a skeptic about disclosure because I need to see it to believe it. I mean, until the government actually comes clean, I need to see it to believe it. I don't care how many people come forward. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Lou Elizondo and Ross Coltart and James Fox, but until I see it, I'm not going to believe it. I just don't trust the government on this. So I'm a skeptic when it comes to that. There's a difference between skeptics and debunkers. Skeptics are usually people who don't, they, they need to see more with regard to extraterrestrials. They're just, they're, they're interested in it, some of them, but they just, they're just not there yet. They didn't have their own experiences. People who have experiences, of course. Well, I mean, that once you, once you have an experience, then you know for sure. And uh, no, nothing is ever the same again. So it's unfortunate, actually, for the skeptics. Now, debunkers, they're just, I don't know. I mean, they, they're, it's, a, it's a deliberate effort, regardless of what they really believe personally. I'm not even sure. I, I'm not sure if some of these people, some of these people might be actually working for the government in some cases, right? Uh, and in the past, I'm, I'm certain of it that, that some people might have been some of the main debunkers of, of the past. And maybe even today, I don't know. Uh, I always found it strange that Carl Sagan never, he, he never even researched it. I mean, people would, they wouldn't even read a book on this. They wouldn't even look at the data or anything. They would just make armchair proclamations. And that's just not true. We don't have any evidence. Like I just, I can't understand how smart people, smart people could be a, I mean, be a debunker on this. Would, would want to choose to actively be a debunker. Like uh, Mick West seems like he's a smart guy. Unfortunately, he's taken this path where, it's like it's almost it's like it's almost like a pseudo science. Uh, they call UFOs pseudo science. I, I think actually the the stances of the debunkers like like him it's it's like a pseudo science. We are going to take a quick break and we will be right back. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
KJ says skeptics will backpedal faster than a tricycle on speed when the truth comes out. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, when the truth comes out, I don't know what's gonna. You're gonna see some some of the debunkers. I don't know, probably just disappear off off the internet completely and go into hiding. I would imagine that's that's what's going to happen with some of those people because they're gonna be feel they're gonna look like such idiots. I mean, because again, I like I have no problem like calling these people out because I saw one of these beings, so I know for a fact that that there's something here. I saw one of the craft. I know for a fact. I know for a fact these people obviously either they they're they're lying to themselves or they're pretending or whatever. At some point, something's gonna happen, and they're gonna look like complete absolute idiots, and uh, it's coming. You know, <laughs> it's coming. At some point, it's gonna happen. Okay, Johnny Topside says he loves this channel. Well, thank you, Johnny. I'm glad you like it. Uh, um, yeah, hopefully, you know, I, I try to keep, I'm trying to, you know, I've been trying to keep it, you know, I, I've been doing stuff every day recently, you know, trying to do stuff every day. It's 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 not easy to, to, to do this every day, actually. You know, it's, I always say this, you know, with the when it comes to UFOs, uh, you got to give it a break some days. You, you, someday, I mean, sometimes you okay i can't think about this today it's too much it is too much even for people who are very interested in the subject sometimes you just you know you gotta you know hang it up for a day or two you know you gotta step away from it because it could you know it's it's a lot to consider but uh recently i've been trying to do do one every day just as, i'm trying to keep going as long as i possibly could uh just to see just to see what happens to keep the ball rolling you know, because I'm, you know, the, the, the bottom line is this is I'm sick of this situation that we're in. I'm just sick of it. I'm I, I, a lot of us. I think the people that are listen listen to my podcast and watch my YouTube channel, we're all sick of this. We're just sick of it. And we just want this to end already because we know better. Okay. Uh, okay, Jay, thank you very much. He says a great appreciation and uh, I appreciate that. Uh, uh JD says, Lou would definitely go on your channel because he doesn't care the size. He cares about the quality of the host. Also, Sean Cahill, I'm sure he would go on your channel. Well, yeah, I would love to have Lou Elizondo on here. Wouldn't that be something else? I mean, but, you know, as uh, for, as far as I know right now, uh, Lou isn't doing any kind of interviews on any podcast right now. And you're right. He does go on smaller podcasts. It didn't matter to him. You know, I know there's a lot. I don't like the way people attack him on, on Twitter. That drives me crazy. To make the they make it sound like this guy is just like out for money. I saw saw some tweets just yesterday and today uh, about this. You know, people making lousy comments toward him that he's just out for money and stuff like that. No, I don't think he's out for money at all. I think he's somebody that genuinely wants the truth to be told. That's 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 all he's up. That's what he's up to. That's that's who he is. He just wants the truth to be told. Right, but yet he gets attacked. He gets, you know, anybody that has anybody that's outspoken on this, this is just how it's going to be, right? I mean, well, the reason Lou Elizondo gets attacked on like this on, online is because there's people that hate this. They don't like this. They don't want this to be true, right? So that's what that's all about. And then uh, JD also said, uh, Mick uh, Mick West is a hybrid. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's a hybrid plant. Maybe that's what's going on. I'm just joking, of course. But uh, hey, you never know, right? I mean, who knows? I mean, let's let's talk about that. I was just talking about that the other day. If, if David Jacobs is correct, right? If David Jacobs is correct, then that means there are beings among us that are extraterrestrial, and we we wouldn't even be able to spot them. We wouldn't be able to spot them, and uh, that's that's scary. But I mean, that means it's probably done end game. You know that if that's the case, right? Then that means the government really slipped up on this. It, it, put it this way: let's say that that's the case. Say David M. Jacobs is correct, and that this abduction phenomena, which started cropping up, that people start noticing it, like in the '60s. It happened probably before that, but really start picking up, like it seems like in the late '50s, early '60s, and then by the '70s and '80s, it seemed like it was. You know, there was a lot of people coming forward saying that this is, this is what's happening. Hey, I saw one of these beings in the 70s, right? One of these little things was in my bedroom and it was real, right? So I know that these things have been going on. So, you know, what if you know, by the government keeping this a secret for all this time, right, that they basically dropped the ball and now it's too late to do anything about it and these extraterrestrials have basically, basically taken control. They're take, they're going to be just easily take control of the planet now. Now, now, when if they would have told the truth to the people back then, maybe there's some measures all of us could have taken to try to prevent this. I mean, I, I know I did a podcast a while ago 
there was this guy and he and he wasn't at, asking for any money he has a i can't remember the name of the site uh his website but it was a of some sort of material called velostat and that if you you could make a helmet a velostat helmet and you put it on your head and it prevents aliens from controlling you and i i, I don't know some people apparently claim that this works some people who are getting abducted on a regular basis claim that this this worked this guy set up this website he was a former nasa employee that that says it's real and he says if you want to keep aliens away from you this is you have to wear one of these helmets at all at all times uh I mean, it sounds crazy, right? But maybe that's something. Maybe if we would have been doing that for all these decades, maybe there wouldn't have been no abductions happening. I mean, just saying, you know, who knows? And maybe they wouldn't be uh, be integrated into our society right now, as if David Jacobs is correct. You know, we don't know. We don't know. Again, all of this stuff that we're talking about, the only thing I could tell you is this. We don't know what's true of, of this or not. Like, there's some things we're not sure of, right? Uh, but the one thing that is true that there are, there are alien abductions, right? There's no question about that. The purpose behind it, we're not really sure. Right. But there are alien abductions and there are aliens here. Uh, again, I've saw, I saw one. So I know this for a fact and all these other people aren't lying. All these tens of thousands of people over the decades, they're not all liars. I'm sure some hoaxes are in there. Right. But most of them, they're not lying. Uh, let's see here. Oh, Get back to the comments here. Futuristically, Minus says, yeah, I'm talking about the debunkers that call themselves skeptics, and they're really debunkers and not skeptics. There are a lot of there's there's a lot of force of pseudo-skeptics out there aren't really skeptics, in my opinion. Uh, and then KJ says, Lou speaking in the gym is a dream I hope comes true. I, I think it will. I mean, give it, give us, give this, give me some time with this channel. It keeps growing all the time. I've been doing it for, I guess, a little over two years now at some or somewhere, something around there. And slowly but surely, it keeps get growing, getting a following. And uh, and hopefully, uh, I, I will have a conversation with Lou, among a lot of other people. I'd like to have other people on here and have just heart-to-heart -heart discussions about this situation. I, I think that's, you know, it, it, you have truthful heart-to-heart -heart discussions about this whole phenomenon with people. We can we get closer to the truth by doing that, too, by just being human beings and just talking about it the way things are. Forget about all this nonsense, all the no outside noise. Here's the bottom line is this. Like, I was, I, I, I lost track, I guess, a little bit. You know, you know uh, I know that there's something here a lot of us do. We just don't know all of the, the whole story what's going on here people in our government hopefully have a better grasp on what's going on that's why it's important that we finally get what what they know despite what what it is despite if it's a bad some of it's bad right i don't i don't I, I, there are some just continuing on their merry way just to check us out and then they're gone because it seems like there's all different kinds of beings but then if you look at the grays and the reptilians and the praying mantises and you hear some of them stories they don't sound too fun so they're obviously somewhat some things are here up to no good or you know i don't think it's a good thing to, to, to you know take people uh, away you know basically abduct people i mean how could that be a good thing it can't be it's that's a bad thing uh so they're up to no good uh let's see here uh tony kingsley says uh Jim, it's not a small podcast. Look at it as a boutique podcast. Yeah, it probably is a boutique podcast. Yeah. It's almost like a, a boutique blue. I, I'm a, I, I love uh, classic Blu-rays, uh, classic movies, and uh, and I collect them on Blu-ray sometimes. And um, they there's boutique labels out there that, that that's all they do is release older classic movies that a lot of people didn't hear, never heard of before. And maybe maybe in in the world of UFOs, I'm just a boutique UFO channel and podcast. KJ says could be fake for sure, but feels real to me. I haven't seen it debunked or proven. It emerged around the same time as the Nimitz videos that were later proven real. Apparently, he's talking about a, uh, a different that video that were that was mentioned earlier uh, of a UFO, which I have not seen yet. Uh, and then uh, Jesse uh, Viveris says I listened to the book. Among Us, they uh, on Audible. It was very fascinating, and I highly recommend that. I actually listened to that on Audible myself, Walking Among Us by David Jacobs. I listened to that on Audible too. That was something else. Uh, but I tell you what, I don't have. I, I'd rather read a book. I'd rather have the book in hand uh, myself. So I, I, I'm not going to do that anymore. No more Audible books for me. 
Uh, I'd rather have the book in hand because I'll tell you what, it's a lot harder <laughs> when, when you want to reread something. It's, you get you got it's 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 a different story trying to find it on on Audible, trying to find the part you want to listen to. Again, it's much better to be able to look at it with your eyeballs. Uh, Bill Nye and then some Gordon Shumway says Bill Nye and Neil deGrasse Tyson on your channel. Uh, I wouldn't want those guys on my channel. Those guys see again. I don't want an argument with people. I don't want to argue with. It's, to me, these debunkers don't mean anything. I mean, they don't have anything to. They don't bring anything to the table. I mean, they they sit at a, at their armchairs and make proclamations. That's all they do. They don't ever read a book on this. They don't do any sort of investigations on this. So they they don't they don't know what they're doing. I mean, they don't even know what they're talking about. I don't care how smart Neil deGrasse Tyson is. When it comes to UFOs, he's a dummy. He's a dum dum. You know, I'm smarter than Neil deGrasse Tyson when it comes to the extraterrestrials. For because for one thing, I know that they're here. He doesn't accept that. I well, I know I could accept it because I saw one of these beings. I know that it's real, right? I saw one of the craft. I know it's real. But then again, I, I've done enough research too. There's enough books out there. I didn't even figure out that it's real. Right, if you did the research, there's just no question about it. It's unquestionable. It's again, we're we're playing this stupid, idiotic game, and it's just so tiring. Uh, KJ says, whatever the case, we know the United States military has remarkable videos, way more compelling than what has gone public. I imagine them to be something like that. Oh yeah, I, I would bet. Well, I heard. Remember, Lou Elizondo made a statement that he there's there's. Uh, evidence out there that showed you could see the the little gray beings with the big heads inside the uh, these craft. So the, you, there's no question that they have stuff like this. But I think that all of that stuff, uh, any kind of evidence that had that for, that shows that kind of stuff, I think that gets shipped to the secret control group. I don't think that that stays in the vaults of anybody in in, in the Navy or the or or the Air Force. I think that goes right to the secret control group. Anything that could prove the reality of the extraterrestrial presence here is taken away from the military. The military, I believe, acts, acts actually the muscle that protects the secret control group that's that's working on this stuff in in in, in secret. That's what I think is going on. So they're they're like a bodyguard. Uh and uh and let's see KJ also said uh uh, did you see Close Encounters of the Third Kind as a kid? I, I think it came out of the same year as your extraterrestrial experience, but afterward, I wonder if it uh, connected dots about what you saw. No, it did not. No, I actually, close. I did see Close Encounters of the Third Kind when I was a kid. Uh, I didn't see it until 1978, though. That movie was released late in December of uh, 1977, uh, but it didn't come around to any movie, the, to the main movie theater that was near my, my home until close to the summers around the summertime i believe of 1978 my experience happened with the with that being with the three fingers happened in 1977 and i never made the connection no i never made the connection i never thought that for a minute it took me years to make that at least 10 years till i made the connection and i never ever ever thought that i thought all that stuff was phony i just thought it was all hollywood make made up stuff i just thought close encounters of the third kind was an extension of the science fiction movies that featured flying saucers and aliens from the 50s and i i never knew cuz you have to remember back then in the 70s there was no uh internet you know there was nothing i mean if you didn't if somebody didn't tell you something or if you didn't catch something on tv at the right minute because nobody had vcrs or anything like that back then then you you had no idea I mean, I, I don't remember ever really talking about this with any kids in school or anything. Uh, it, to me, Aliens was just a, a pro product of Hollywood and science fiction books. That's that's as far as I thought. I, I didn't realize. I didn't realize until like probably around 1980. I remember I was uh, there was an In Search of episode that was on TV, and it was about crash retrievals. It was uh, it was uh, it featured uh, Jesse Marcel Sr. and they're talking about recovering an extra uh, the crash in Roswell, and uh, and I remember my dad was watching and I was just walking through the room and I remember stopping him. I'm watching for a few seconds. I remember saying to him, I said, I was like, that's real. He said, Yeah, you didn't know that. <laughs> it's like, no, I didn't know that this stuff. I thought this was all phony, right? And so that was the first time I real I started realizing that that there might be something to this. But then it wasn't until years later, till like the late '80s somewhere where I was watching a documentary about alien abductions. And then I realized that I, and I, and I didn't realize it right away. I remember thinking about it as a kid. And then it took me a little while. And I finally put two and two together. I was like, that's what that thing was in the room. It wasn't the devil. It wasn't some demon from hell. It was a, 
alien and that explains it i mean that explained the sound that i heard that uh, that weird humming sound that was the, the, the whole 20 minute experience right it explained the uh you know, getting conked out the way I got conked out. I mean, I'm 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 completely terrified for 20 minutes, scre you know, screaming for help, looking, you know, trying to get my mom and dad to come to save me from whatever this thing was in the room, and they never came. You know, my brother's right across the room from me. He didn't he he couldn't he didn't wake up, and then somehow I goes conked out somehow, just <laughs> passed out. And then all these years go by, and and during this whole thing, it was a humming sound. You know, just yes. Yesterday, now I'm going to back. Hey, Christopher King was. There was a lot more to it than him just talking about uh, uh, the fact that they're not going to the government when they do disclose that they're not going to, re to talk about the alien abduction stuff, right? There's a lot more to it than there was a lot more to it than that. He was talking about some of his experiences. He was talking about when he was uh, a youngster back in the '80s, where uh, two he was like in a room in his house and he was relaxing on a chair. And next thing you know, he saw these two beings, these two gray short beings in the room. And one of them had some sort of like a, a wand or a, or, or, or a stick of some sort. And, and, and when they pointed it at him, then he, he passed out and he doesn't remember anything after that. So these beings have the ability just to conk you out at any minute, you know, that they want. I mean, I don't know what was going on with me back in, uh, 1977, but, uh, they did something to me to make me con get, get conked out like that. And they did something to the rest of the people in the family. I mean, the conk every, they conked everybody out. I mean, they, they they're all uh, not, none of them were responsive to, you know, I'm screaming at the top of my lungs at two. I don't know what time it was. It could have been two, three in the morning, one 30 in the morning. I have no idea. It was late. And uh, so, I mean, well, I don't know what they did to make me conk out like that, but see, Again, to me, that's that was extraterrestrial. There's no doubt. Now I know. Now I know. And then, of course, in 1994, that other experience where I saw the flying saucer. Now, now in that case, there was another witness there. That was another witness there, right? So it wasn't just me. It was my friend Scott. He was there. We're fishing, and then you know, in the middle of the night, all of a sudden, this big giant object with three giant lights on it comes floating right up to where we're, we're fishing. We're, we're fishing on the on the on the shore of this little pond in the middle of nowhere. And that thing made no sound. And it was only two and a half stories off the ground. And it was right in front, within 20 feet of within 20 feet of me. And my friend Scott at one point was like under the edge of it, shining the flashlight on its on the bottom of this thing. And it was no sound. And it was moving in any way it wanted to. So there's no question about it. There's extraterrestrials here, folks. I'm not, I know there's all these people that say that they've had experiences. I believe them because I saw these things too. I know. I know. And we're just all tired of it. And and again, we're all, I guess the whole point of this podcast tonight was to point out the fact that we're all being played. Like John Greenwald wants to point out that all oh, these people who believe these other people that are saying things that they hear about from people who are in the government or close to the government, that the, the disclosures come and that those people are being, being played. He doesn't know that. He doesn't know that. The fact of the matter is, again, is that we're all be being played. We're all being played, and it's I, I, we're all should be sick of it. You know, I don't know. You know, talking about lawsuits, right? Where do you start? I mean, I mean, who would you file a lawsuit against, right? I mean, would it be? I mean, as U.S. citizens, I mean, you could think about this that route about filing a lawsuit, but who would you file a lawsuit against? Uh, I mean, it would it be the entire United States government? It would actually be so. You'd actually be going against, in a way, if there's a group of people that got together and filed some sort of lawsuit demanding that uh, the truth be told, or I don't know, maybe uh, try to get somebody arrested. Maybe, perhaps. I don't know how you would go about it. Uh, I mean, where would you start? I mean, I mean, would you be filing lawsuits against? The entire government as a whole, I mean, from every department and every military branch, the Air Force, the, the Army, the Department of Energy, the, the National Security Agency, who, I mean, but none of those agencies might not even have any of the information. It might be in a secret control group that you don't even know exists, that you don't have a name for. How are you going to file a lawsuit against that? Uh, I don't know. It's just such a mess, and, and that it's such a shame that it's going on this as long as it has, and it just seems like... It seems like we're never going to get to the end at this point. So, I mean, it seems like we're make, we've made progress. There's no question about it. In 2017, things seem to change, but, you know, still. And, and we've been getting some promises lately, and they're saying things are coming down the pike. I really hope that's the case. I really hope that's the case. Being uh, stated. 
Um, uh, Jesse, you know, we, were, we were talking about, um, he was, we, I was talking about Audible. Yeah. Okay. He, he hates the reading of it. That's why he uses Audible, especially at work. Yeah. That's great for that. Like if you're out and about and you just want to listen to a book, yeah, that's good for that. But I guess, I guess what really what I should have said is that I should, if I'm going to, if I'm going to get a book anymore, I should have both versions, an Audible version and a, and a hand version, uh, you know, the old fashioned kind of book version. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I should have that. Um, let's see, uh, game, oh, it says game day reboot. Have you ever heard about alien entity looking like humanoid, but without any details, their whole face and body is glowing white, similar to white noise static on TV. I, I'm not sure about that. Uh, uh, and then Paul Knox says, I take him serious for what he speaks. Oh, hold on a second. Can't read the comment. I take him serious for what he speaks about and seriously funny at times when he gets gets to serious. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I must have, I think I missed a couple here. Oh, I missed a lot, actually. Uh, Futuristically Minus says he watched Close Encounters as, as a kid and it scared scared me. Uh, the E.T. abduction parts frightened me. Well, yeah. I mean, there was actually, yeah, it was weird. You know, that Close Encounters of the Third Kind did feature alien abduction. Uh and again, I, it never rang a bell with me. You know, I never made the connection. Again, I just thought it was pure, uh, pure Hollywood stuff. Uh, that's well, if, you know, I'll tell you what. That was a treat. I remember. That actually was. Uh, I remember going to see that movie. My dad took me and my brother Davey to see that. That was fantastic. That was awesome. But yeah, we don't know what we don't know what's going to happen here. Um, and uh, actually, okay, Gordon Shumway is asking, says here, your field trip to the water pit in Pennsylvania was cool. Any more in the future? Yes. Yes, I'm actually making a field trip tomorrow, and it's going to be about uh, a case regarding a chameleon alien that happened in a local nearby uh, small town where I'm at right now. And I'm going to be going there, and I'm going to be telling the story of a chameleon alien that uh, some people saw, or one, uh, actually two people uh, encountered uh, uh, at least, I guess it was probably about 10 years ago or a little bit more than that in this little town. And I'm going to go there and I'm going to film it in that little town. Apparently, uh, just for a little teaser on that, there are some things among us apparently that are able to shape shift and change their, the way they look. Uh, so I'm going to get into that tomorrow and, uh, I'm going to be putting the, uh, podcast, uh, on location podcast again on something on that. So that's what I'll be working on tomorrow. Okay, I'm just going to look at a couple more comments here to see what uh, what else we got. Uh, Christian Morales says, The secrecy is so strong. Uh, slide 9 of A-Tip talks about an enemy of the U.S. that can control space, time, and matter, penetrate us, our facilities, influence decision makers, and compromise national security. These are the aliens or non-human intelligences feeding the cover-up because at the end of the day, not everyone has the balls that Lewin Mellon has and other brave men. Someone will get scared. Well, yeah, well, you know, that's also, I guess, what you're talking about there. Uh, there is, I, I would imagine, if these beings are among us, right, this is another thing that, I, I mean, I don't even know if we win. I, I, I don't even like to touch this, you know, at all. I don't even like, it's hard to, even though I do talk about it, but it's, I mean, if we're going to accept the reality that there are beings among us now that look like us, that because of this, uh, this second phase of the alien abduction program now has led to these hubrids, like David Jacobs talks about, then that and they're among us. Then does that mean it's possible that some of these things might be controlling this whole situation within the government? I brought this up before, and I, I, I hate to even talk about it because I hate to even think about that. That that's a possibility. Knowing if what what these be who these beings are, if they're if they are extraterrestrial. But again, how I mean, if they can control us, like the way they, the way the aliens can control us, if these hubris can control us the same way, they you know using mind control uh, technology or just use with their own minds somehow, they're able to control us. If they can do that, then that means they can control anybody within the government, right? So that's another scary thing to think about here. That's why it's, uh, it's tough. You could understand in a way why the cover up is continues because there's going to be so many questions. I mean, like, okay. Like I, I pointed out in that podcast yesterday that uh, if that's true, if what J Christopher King says is true, that they're going to uh, withhold 
the alien abduction aspect of this phenomenon once disclosure happens is that going to really matter because that's going to be the people are, that have been abducted for one thing are going to be like hey why aren't you talking about this this has been something that's been happening to me all, you know my whole life or or it used to used to happen to me at least i mean uh so there's going to be a lot of people stepping forward like that and then other people are going to be wondering hey if they're really here does that mean that they're they're among us now that there's beings among us that look human and they're but are really aliens and they're they're there's some change that's coming there's going to be all these kind of questions that makes it makes disclosure hard. That's why it's it's such a mess now. It would have been so much better when you really think about it if they would have just told the truth from the beginning because now look at the mess. Look at the mess. Rather, if everyone knew what the truth was from the beginning, then they could have ac accepted one of these new, these new revelations as they came. But now... You know, it's going to no matter if they try to lie, if disclosure happens, right, and the government tries to keep, hold back some of the information, when you really think about it, is that going to matter? It's not going to matter because people are going to start jumping to conclusions. The press will finally, the ma mainstream media might finally open up its eyes, right? And they might finally start doing some serious investigation, right? I mean, it's not. You're not going to be able to hold it back once. When it, once once you admit it, it's going to be like a, a a boulder rolling down a snowbank, collecting snow till it's one of them giant boulders, and you know, like in a cartoon. That's what's going to happen. It's going to have the snowball effect, and it's just going to get bigger and bigger, and everyone's going to be whoa because you're no matter how if whether it's a slow disclosure or not. Once you cross that bridge a little bit, and you say, "Yeah, it's extraterrestrial." It doesn't matter what part you were planning on keeping from the public because the public's going to be demanding the rest of the answers or, or 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 panicking about it or whatever. So that's why it was so much. It would have been so much better to tell the truth right from the outset. Um, unfortunately, seventy six years has gone by now, and there's all these other details that have emerged over the over the decades with regard to this phenomenon that complicated continually complicated and more and more and more and now it's you know wow wow when when disclosure if it happens regardless of which way it happens right in the end it's not going to really matter because everyone's going to be whoa the people that don't believe in it the people like us will be sitting back like <laughs> yep <laughs> Anyway, let's see. I'm going to go through some more comments here, and then we're going to call it an evening. Uh, mm, let's see. Jesse uh, Vivero says, James, you watched the Unsolved Mysteries episode of the Kecksburg Ketz UFO crash in 1965, aired in 1988. The episode includes interviews with actual eyewitnesses to the Acorn Metallic Craft. Yes, I did see that episode, and I and I have studied that case. I've read about that case. In fact, that's right here in Pennsylvania, and I have plans. There, there, there's a festival that's happening in July, and I will be heading to that festival. And uh, we're gonna. I'll probably. I'm certain I'll be doing a show from uh, one of my podcasts. I'll do a podcast. I'll probably interview people that are there, just to get comments from them and uh, put them on on uh, my podcast. That should be fun. Uh, Christian Morales says, "Problem is that the topic." is taboo and the closer you get to the truth the crazier you sound if you speak it <laughs> isn't that so true yeah i mean the deeper you go down to this the deeper you look into this the crazier and crazier it sounds uh you know i remember i used to have a problem and i, I think i've talked about that. i'm sure i talked about this before when i first heard that the with these alien abductees said that, that these beings have the ability to walk right through walls like when i heard that i just i couldn't accept it but over time and you see you read all the cases where people say this happens it's like it must be happening, you know. You start accepting it. And that's that's what I'm saying. For for people out there who just have never really looked into this, they're going to be shocked. I mean, they're going to be shocked. It's too much, it, you know. They're not going to want to know. It's going to be tough for them to digest it all in one shot. I even though I do think that the I still believe that ripping the bandaid off is the best way to do it. Uh, that doesn't make me right. It's just my opinion. Uh, and Lord Humongous says, my sister recently told me of a memory she has of something that looks like the classic gray alien being face-to-face -face with her almost nose-to-nose -nose when she was a kid. She was sick at the time, so she thinks the memory might have been caused by a high fever, but it, I find it interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. That could, could have been. I mean, you never know. I mean, it does happen. It's it, it's real. I, there, was one, I, there was a being in my room when I was a kid, again, like I talked about, like I just talked about, and it was there. It was real. Uh, 
And KJ asks, are you in Western Pennsylvania? If so, you might enjoy getting to know Stan Gordon. Uh, yes, of course. I, I, I don't know Stan Gordon personally, but uh, I have read some of his articles and I've seen him in interviews. And he has, he's, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm actually in Eastern Pennsylvania, though. Uh, but hope maybe I'll run into him at that uh, Kecksburg Festival, hopefully. Um, yeah. It's, that's, yeah, KJ, Stan might do an interview, actually. He happily agreed to a phone interview with me once. Yeah, I'd like to do an interview with Stan at some point. He has a lot of stuff other than just Kecksburg, too. I mean, he's, there's a lot of strange, uh, a lot of people don't like to hear this, too. There was, I know when I early on, when I started my uh, uh, podcast, there was uh, somebody that I, I did a, a podcast on Bigfoot and UFOs. And one of my early followers got really upset with me and decided not to follow me anymore because he thought it was totally ridiculous. But unfortunately, the reality is, is that there were cases, and right here in Pennsylvania, uh, in fact, uh, uh, particularly during the early 1970s, several cases that involved sightings of a UFO and Bigfoot creatures at the same time. So is there a connection somehow? I don't know. I mean, there's just so many things out there we just don't know the answers to. Uh, it's so weird. Like you would think if, if Bigfoot is just some sort of a primitive version of man, then you think we would have captured one or found a dead one or something already. But if they're connected to UFOs for some reason, uh, uh, that makes it more complex, I guess. I mean, it, maybe they're getting protection from the extraterrestrials. Maybe, maybe this here, here I'll leave, I'll leave the, this, I'll leave on this note. Maybe the entire human race, maybe what we really wore in the beginning was we 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 come from we evolved from these bigfoot uh creatures that's that's us in our prim most primal form right these bigfoot creatures right and the aliens you know a hundred thousand years ago or whatever how, how many years ago we don't know the aliens started manipulating some of these bigfoot creatures uh with uh, alien dna and 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 this is the product that we are now right is is half bigfoot and, and half alien. This is that's what's going on, and and it's been a hybridization program from the very beginning. Maybe that's what's going on. Who knows? Anyway, uh, I want to thank everyone for uh, joining me tonight, and uh, I really appreciate all the questions and participation. It was fantastic, and uh, and for uh, people out there on Spotify uh, who will hear this uh, later on when I upload it, uh, please uh, don't forget to follow me and also to give me a good rating on there. Uh, it helps and also on people on youtube that are seeing this to please give me a thumbs up and if you're not uh following me if you're not a subscriber please please subscribe to it and uh, i really appreciate that and anyway until next time thank you very much for joining me